That's all look good tonight. Yeah, Yo, you're good. I think good. That, like just Tony's a nerd. I, I think that's what, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, I will play Fallout for days. Just for Yo, Dan. Days. Yo. Did um Ollie tell you about how hype we got in the AC parking lot? Oh, oh hey guys, Yo. what's up? It's welcome to Babe Talk. <laughs> <laughs> Like, whoa, whoa. Jose, I love you. Just tell me after. Yeah, of course. Oh, completely amazing. Oh, wait. Welcome so... to Babe Talk? Welcome to Babe yeah, Talk. Welcome to Babe Talk. Sorry, I have the... <coughs> Alright, there we go. I had the, the Babe Talk um, YouTube in the background. I just started talking. I was like, what the fuck? Anyway, so hey, yeah. Anyway, welcome to Babe Talk. Um, so today we have... Jose Martinez of Grand Air Booking. Everyone say hi. Hey. Hey, guys. What's up? Yeah, we got homie number one. We got Dan as well. Dan Scalitro. And then we got I'm... Tony Peppers. What's up? What's up? And I have a broken lamp. So today we're going to have lighting provided by my back and also a lava lamp. So that, that'd be fun. Um, we start off every show by asking everybody how their day was. And today we're going to start with... Tony. Hey, my name's Tony. Um, my name's pretty good. I did radio again. That was very cool. And now we're doing Babe Talk, and after this, I'm going to a margarita party. So your boy's going to get right. <laughs> nice. Oh, yo, margarita party. So what sparked the margarita party? Um, white girls. Whoa. <laughs> are, they, yeah. are they, like, compensating for Cinco de Mayo? Do they miss it, or? Well, no, 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 no. Uh, no, no, my girlfriend's having a margarita party, and she just has friends over, and they're like, oh, margaritas. I'm like, hey, I'm getting a margarita later. Hey, why not? If it's free, yeah. you take it. Yeah. Dan! Yes. Okay, Let's so I helped Marina and a few of her friends clean a house today, and then afterwards I ate a burrito today at La Bamba, this really, really good Mexican restaurant. And I haven't really been doing much all day. I've just been lazy and just enjoying the weather and getting ready for Beard Fest. Yeah. Nice. Now wait, no, wait, Beard Fest? Beard oh, Fest, on. bro. Can I get a definition of Beard Fest? Three, three days of fun and music. It, it's like a, it's a camping a thing. It's like a, it's like a Woodstock in a sense, but like not as ridiculous. And it's like camping and like Yo. music and all that ish. I, yeah, just jump in. Yeah. Hey, hey, Jose, you okay? Yeah, Jose. Dude, your fest is so cool, dude. It's um, going on tomorrow, Thursday, all the way to Saturday, and it's just a music festival. It's going down over on 206. Um, it's a festival for um, sustainability to go ahead and take care of our Mother Earth and how we can also educate ourselves on how to help in this process. Um, but yeah, dude, it's going to be like Dan said. It's, it's like. <coughs> But it will be, dude. It's like awesome. The vibes there are so awesome. So many cool people, all different kinds of music. Yeah, you know I mean, I feel like it's a really good festival, and it's something that a lot of people can really follow. Huh? That's really awesome. Who puts who put that together? Um, out, out of the, the beer space. Space. Yeah. Did you guys like practice that? Um, we actually <laughs> had a team. Oh, you're a team. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so, we're in sync. Like we're on sync. You're right. You're right. Right in sync. It's all those kids from Hamilton, man. I don't know what's up. They all we got that psychedelic link. So, whoa. So, no, what, band, what, what bands are going to be playing? Uh, American Babies, which I'm really excited for. Uh, Out of the Beard Space, Flux Capacitor, 
this band Moon Hooch, which is like two saxophones and a, two saxophone players and a drummer. And last year when I heard them play, like it was like one o'clock in the morning, I was like walking through the woods and I thought I was like walking through like Dr. Seuss land. And I was just like, what is going on? This band rules. They're called Moon Hooch? Moon Hooch. They're from like New York. They're really cool. I'm going to check this out later. Definitely after. Now who else do we have playing? There's um, bands like Sex Office, Awesome Teenage Democracy. Awesome Teenage Democracy and Sex Office. Sex Office. They played like there was. They played actually the mo one of the most recent Grand Air shows, not Sad Fest, but um the Sad Fest Benefit. No, this no. the Moss Fighter show. It was the Moss Fighter, yes. Sex Office, Awesome Teenage Democracy, um Brother My and who else? Forever Vista. Forever. Yeah, those guys are sick. Forever Vista, they're cool. Yeah, but all the bands were awesome, dude. They're more of like the heady psychedelic kind of crowd in the area. And it, it, I feel like it's just really cool to go ahead and like branch out in the music like that. I feel like we don't have enough shows of music like that going on in South Jersey, and it's something that should really be appreciated. Very true. All right. Now, now that, that's unstacked. Now, where's that actually headed at? What? Where, where's that going to be like at? Oh, over at Paradise Lakes, man, in Hamilton, over on 206. Right, well, there we go. We got a plug for that. There we go, guys. Hey, so Beard Fest. Beard Fest. Okay. Everyone can go but Tony. <laughs> yeah, I can't grow a beard. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need a beard to go. Except Tony. Tony, Tony, nice. Tony Except Tony. Oh. Still, <laughs> still not allowed. Damn, son. So, Jose. Hey. What's what? up? What'd you do? What'd you do? <coughs> Yo, Dan. Sorry. Dan is just drop, like coughing up a lung. Sorry, I'm getting over a cold. Are you sure it's not all those Satan sticks you smoke? Whoa, sir. Oh. Yeah, do you smoke That's cigarettes, cool. Dan? Do you smoke cigarettes, Dan? I've been cutting back a lot this week. You've been, been cutting back. Why don't you just stop? I can hear <laughs> do you know what it's man. like to... Do you know do what you it's know like what to hurt watching you and suffer from nicotine poisoning? No, you don't. It got real, didn't it? Anyway, my day pretty awesome. I love um, you, Jose. I woke up... I love you too, man. Uh, I woke yeah, up this morning... I woke up this morning and I was supposed to be at my boss's house. Um, I work at this restaurant called Mary's Cafe. I like wait and serve there, and I be like busboy, and I'm like, I'm like their slave basically. I, I they just yeah they no really dude, but I mean like I don't know it's weird. It's a bunch of like old women, and I'm the only guy there. My boy Eddie dude, Eddie Cologne works there. Awesome band paradigms. Check him out. Um, he also Eddie fun fact was also the volunteer coordinator at Sadfest. So Eddie had a real big part in helping out with that kind of oh, stuff. Oh shit! Okay, Eddie, I, I know who you're talking. Yeah, samurai feet in yeah. the air. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I went over to my boss's house basically to you know like help out and do like some like errands for her because she's just overwhelmed and I, I'm not gonna turn down getting paid to do errands. You know what I mean? Like I need money. Everyone mm -hmm. needs money. Times are rough. No, I'm just kidding. Yo, hot out here for a pimp. But no, for real. I went to her house um, half hour late because I do what I want. Um, no, I'm just. I got there on time, kind of. And I cleaned up cat throw up. I went over to Sticklerville to pick up some crab sauce. I picked up her cat's ashes. Um, yes, like in like you know, so she could like put them on her shelf. Her, the cat's name was Coco. Um, I went over to, no, it was cool, you know what I mean? I feel like the cat looks better now in the box than it did before. It was kind of ugly. And now, you know, like, you can appreciate it. It's, it's it there. was kind of ugly. Fuck! That is so rough! So rough! 
just call the cat ugly. The, cat, the cat's dead. The cat's not doing anything to you. Be like, yo, fuck that cat. That, that cat's fucking ugly. I mean, you didn't, even ask urn, me. nigga, like. you didn't even ask me if I had beef with the cat or why. <laughs> Jose, did you have beef why with you? that cat? I'd rather not talk about this. Did, did he beat you in a I rap battle? Straight fire. Was it like Scary oh, Movie 2? Did this cat just kick your ass? Guys, I feel really sad right now. You're bringing up some dark memories. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, yeah, I, I did like all this stuff for her. I closed Mary's. I cleaned up. I sweeped them off. I did all that stuff. Um, I hung out with my friend Alex Bradley. She's going to be graduating soon, so we're trying to get like a little graduation party together for her and our friend Nick because they're like the last ones yeah. who we have in the high school. Weird, right, Dan? That's so weird. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's like squad's finally graduating. Squad's finally turning uh, 21 and shit. Yeah, everyone's getting old. It's awesome. I turned 23 at the end of this month. I don't know how to feel. You should feel awesome. Okay, I do. You know what I mean, dude? Feel great. I always feel like awesome. great. Well, I don't know, man. Like, after you turn, like, 21, there's not really much to look forward to afterwards. Bullshit. Like, oh, I can, I can Bullshit. drink and then, like... Bullshit. Uh, here's the thing. Bullshit. At the age of 25, give, okay, give me, you can... Right, at the age of 25, you can rent a car. I, woo, nigga, like, I, Yo, but Blink said no one likes you when you're 23. I would have to hear that all day, Tony. I would have to hear that all day on my birthday. Yep. But see, Jose, you had a point. What What do you have to look forward to when you turn, like, 22 or, like, 25? Oh, um... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, dude, honestly, dude, like, what do you mean? What's not to look forward to, dude? I mean, like, age life, is just of course, like, life. Like, fuck it. You know what I mean? It's positive, like... dude. Screw it. You know what I mean? Your life's never over. So you want it to be over. You gotta go out. out you can live forever. Damn right <laughs> until you die. Live Damn forever right. until you die. Yo, 2015, <laughs> Jose. <laughs> putting it on, on a thing. But, like, there's no more milestones. Like, when you turn 18, yeah, you le when you're legal, when you turn 21. What about when you turn 50? Or 30? Or 40? 30. 30. 40 is over the hill. 40 is no, halfway there. 30 is like, yo, dude, I'm a young stud and I have the world. 40 is like, I'm a death, I'm a complex, I'm a young adult who's now doing all these amazing things for the community and helping out and being a part and doing something with their life. And then 50 is like, yo, I'm rich now because I got my pension, I did everything right, and I'm just living my life. And then like yeah. 60, you know what I mean? It's the same thing. You recycle and you rebuild. You know what I mean, dude? It's about becoming your own thing, man. That's true. But what I want you to do with everything you said for like 40, I want you to put it on a Hallmark card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna rewind this episode. I'm gonna go back to that exact moment. I'm gonna be like, but it's not on a Hallmark card, nigga. Shit don't matter. <laughs> so anyway, so we're gonna start off this week um, with a strong topic, and then we're gonna get into some easy shit. Um, not easy core, just like you know, easy conversation stuff. I know. Yeah. I, I saw you get happy. Um, so has anyone actually been keeping track of the um, accusations against Ronnie Radke? Oh, um, what did I just tell you, Dan? What did yes. I tell you? The the acute um, the um person who got raped, who allegedly got raped, spoke out today. And Tony, do you want to take it away? Because you don't um, know about this than I do. Well, yeah, but I want y'all to know. I was reading this interview right before you came and made the show live, Ollie. Um, so this girl, I can't. I'll look up her name while we're doing this, but, um, she got raped by Ronnie Radke, she got gang raped by Ronnie Radke at a show, and one of her friends posted about it, and was like, someone really close to me just got raped, I'm not gonna name his names, but, um, it was Ronnie Radke, and he was just talking mad shit about Ronnie Radke, and talking, saying everything that happened, um, he, the dude, he gang raped this girl, um, so obviously there was more people involved, it was a gang, and, um, they ditched her at the end of the road, just dropped her on the side of the street, some dude picked her up, 
And I uh, was like, hey, are you okay? And she said everything that happened. Um, authorities got contacted by Ronnie Radke because he was like, yo, this shit's not going to fly. That's not a true story. You're going to hear from my lawyers. And he sued the girl, not the guy who made the Facebook post and whistleblowed because apparently in Ronnie's eyes, he was misled by the girl. But um, he's definitely suing the hell out of this girl. This girl's been on the New York Daily Mail, and um, and she just did this interview Q&A with All Press, and she was answering questions. And she's pretty, from what I um, from what I got, she was pretty like, this is true. I'm not backing down from this. I'm going to destroy you, Ronnie Radke, because you have destroyed me. And I don't know. I'm going to be real. I did not finish the article because we have the show tonight. But, um... No, I really hope this guy gets what he deserves. Even if he did not gang rape this girl, there are so many other violations that he has done that has just made him a human being that does not deserve the life that he has. I'm not saying he should die. He does not deserve the quality of life that he has. He just, he shouldn't be on this pedestal. Yeah. Ronnie Radke is literal human trash. Um, I news remember... Flash. Newsflash. Hey, guys, breaking news. Because, like, every time, like, something new with Ronnie Racky happens, I'm just like, great. Because at fir- first there was the Six Flags thing where he threw Mike and, like, put a fan in a hospital, and now Six Flags can't have shows there anymore because of him. Then, a few months later, he starts kicking out kids at IC Star, at, like, wearing IC Star shirts because he's pissed at IC Stars. And now, this, I feel like, is actually, like, a serious thing, and, yeah, R- Ronnie's not going to get away with this. I don't want Ronnie to get away with this. Well, now, now see, and here's where we have to be careful, because now Ronnie's actually going to take her to court to say that, yeah. that, that you're now, like, defaming my name, which generally wouldn't really happen from a, from a, um... A musician. A, 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 a musician, someone that, that had actually, like, you know, gone through with the crime, that's, that's not a, a normal thing. That you would have a um, the person that that's being accused say, oh no, if they had done it, like oh no, I'm actually gonna go right ahead and sue them. But that, and, but that's the only that's the only thing that I see wrong with this is that Ronnie's actually saying like, oh fuck this, like this, I, I this totally didn't happen. I'm now I'm gonna take it to court. Yeah, and that, 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 that's like the only smoking gun kind of thing that I see, see here. I mean, like there there are like several different factors to to like you know having everything just not be correct. And, and then to have Ronnie just go, like, no, actually, no, this is completely incorrect, and then just, like, totally suing her. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I agree, too. It was definitely an interesting point, because this girl never mentioned suing him. No one ever mentioned suing him. This is just the thing that could have blown over, but he was like, no, I'm going to sue you for trying to fuck up my name, which is already pretty tarnished. If you guys are unaware, he wasn't escaped the fate and did go to jail because he got some kids shot. Mm-hmm. Um, Ronnie's been in some shit before, and now that he's acting preemptively almost, it, I think it raises sure that, questions. That he, that he also um, did jail time or was... Had, he did um, do jail time. He did jail time and he wrote all, most of um, Falling in Reverse's debut album while in jail. Yeah, so, no. so like this isn't... So he... It's not as if he's saying like, you know, oh, I'm a total innocent person and now my name's going to be tarnished. No, like his name's already in mud and now yeah. there really wouldn't be anything more. And he's already like, you know, been speculated to talk to underage girls before... And like, mm-hmm. you know, having inappropriate relationships with them. Jose, do you have anything to contribute with this? Like, like have you been, been keeping up on the story at all? Sorry, guys. I really don't usually keep up with, like, that kind of medium. Honestly, like, I, I might hear about it. Um, I hear about other issues, too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I have my opinion, but I, I don't really, like, 
you're not involved yeah, enough to like you don't want to. Yeah, not yeah, even I that. Feel like you. both sides, both sides have like good points, but I mean, in the end, like honestly, like I don't know what's true and what's not. Like that's just it. Like I, I, I don't know how to feel about it because I never felt anyway hate or like rejoice towards him, and you know what I mean like. Shit like this happens all the time, where people who actually lie about it just to get someone else's name, or this actually does happen, and something needs to be done, and someone needs to be taken care of. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't know. <laughs> now you said now you said he needs to be taken care of, so we just need to hire like a, a hitman and just take Ronnie out. No, no, we don't. Oh, babe, not, babe Talk is not hiring a hitman. Anything that may happen to Ronnie Radke in these coming months, we are not responsible for. We are Please, not every time NSA. I die. We are not don't every sue time us. I die. I'm not one to kill or want to kill. <laughs> True. Word. So, all right. So now let's get into some happy shit. Um, Warp Tour starting, guys. Hey. hey Warp Tour starting. Um, I'm pretty excited. Excited. This is actually going to be my return to Warp Tour. Um, Same. I haven't gone to Warp Tour, and I want to see either a year or two years. Um, we have our whole lineup. Dan, do you want to give some highlights as to who's gonna? be knocking about on the festival grounds this year? Um, I haven't really been keeping up with uh, Warp Tour, but I did notice that 68 was on it, and yeah. 68's really cool. Yes, so, well, if well, I had Dan, to... Here, here you go. This I is was, your, your pop quiz. Huh? Oh, pop quiz? Pop quiz. Need, All right. need, need, name three bands, or is your off of Babe Talk? What? <laughs> As <Ooh>. I'm... <laughs> As I'm looking up the lineup. <laughs> As we're looking up the lineup. <laughs> um, so, um, it's, it's actually going to be pretty cool. Um, we have Four Years Strong is going to be going on. August Burn, Burns Red, um, H2O. Um, Wonder Years are doing the work tour again. I need to get light because I look hella dark right now. There we go. Speaking of Four Years Strong, have you heard that self-titled? Oh, it's good. Oh, oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Like who yes, it's like, very, very good. Um, uh, I don't know anyone else has been keep keeping up with it, but um, they actually made that very strong. I remember when they were recording it, they were saying that they had specifically wanted to make the songs um, very animated live. Like you'd be able to like, like, like you know, get your spin kicks, your your hardcore breakdowns, and like all that stuff. And yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get some spin yeah. kicks in. There are some good songs um, in there. I can I've I get over it. You guys don't want a spin kick with me, man. I'll take your head off. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen Jose at Sad Fest. Jose, are you going to Warp Tour? Um, I have to. You have to. Yeah. Tell us about that. Um, uh, have you guys heard about the Pinelands Music Festival? Uh, I have. Yes. Well, hold on one second. Actually, let me do something. Yes. Oh, wrong way. <laughs> I, my, my, my computer froze for a second. And I was just like, wait, Jose, what'd you say? And it was just like, oh, he's I, I'm not sure if you can see this. Okay. I'm not sure if you can see this yet. Hold on. So, this is like, this is the Pinelands Music Festival. It's flying backwards. Hold on. But look, see this little code right here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, I met up with a guy. His name's Nick Deloitte. He's organizing the entire thing. Um, he's an awesome dude. He's really about supporting and bringing back. Um, a stronger sense of community and the South Jersey music scene, which I think is awesome. He's just a cool dude. He really supports like everything that's going on right now in the music scene. But he wants to try making Pinelands a festival that is successful in many ways, but also in a way that will help local bands get a chance to really start getting bigger exposure. 
So like the bands like the early November and like um Hello Goodbye's playing, I heard. Ooh. Just like a whole bunch of like pretty like decently sized bands, like young statues. Um, nice. Are all going to be playing like on the verge bands? There's, yeah, there's like local. There's other local bands like um, who just got announced. Oh wait, I can't even say who just got announced recently because it didn't get announced mm. yet. But um, <laughs> oh. yeah, we'll talk about that later. Maybe you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah no, but for real, yeah. I spoke to the guy and I was like, "Look, dude, I really believe in what you're doing, and I want to, you know, be able to help you somehow with your music festival because I think it's a good thing that you're trying to do to help bands get exposure with bigger bands." So let me help you with the marketing or something like that. So I'm like promoting right now, handing out like flyers for the Pinelands Music Festival, and it's cool because if you type in Grand Air, you get 10% off of your tickets. Um, oh, that's that. a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. That's an uh, thing. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. So I'm like really trying to associate myself with this because you know I mean I feel like anything that's this positive in New Jersey should be supported. And I feel like anyone who's a supporter should be supporting other supporters. I mean, we're all just trying to do the same thing. Let's bring something back to New Jersey that's been forgotten. We used to be the place to go, and now like people focus a lot more on like Philly or other like nearby states. And I'm not saying anything bad about that. There's a lot of awesome music from those states. It's just like no one wants to go to Jersey anymore because they don't think anything's in Jersey. But within the last like yeah. two years, I would say people are starting to think a lot differently about it. A lot of good promoters in New Jersey. A lot of talented people. You know, like Dan Matera from Emerson Booking. There's 1787 with Paul Brown. Um, I, like honestly, I name all of them. Like um, Joe Franks from Hideaway uh, Collective. There's Donnie. Everyone knows Donnie from Little House Booking. Mm-hmm. And Felicia with Soundwave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just you know, a lot of people trying to do something right now, and I think that's an awesome thing. And that's only Actually, like South Jersey alone. We're gonna be getting Felicia on the show. I think within two weeks. Oh yeah. 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 Cool, dude. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, dude, she's awesome. Are you guys excited for Greg and Palooza? Yo, Yo, we are stoked. Emery. I think. I, I have to talk, talk, talk to Shannon, but I do believe that we're, we might be doing a thing there. I'm um, not sure what that thing is, but I think we might be doing a thing, but who knows. Hmm. But that's actually going to be re- really fun. Um, I saw the flyers for that, and I was like, yo, like, this is actually going to be a pretty stacked fest. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. I, y- yes. The Pinelands Music Festival is at the New Jersey Motorsports Park over in Millville, August 15th. Mm-hmm. You guys should go. I think we might make it appearance. Yo, dude, honestly, I might, have dude, to I might have to go to this. A great big Let me pile. check my flyer miles. Zz, <laughs> 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 you know, Tony's a little bit too far away. That's why is there going to be any festivals that are going to be over by your way? You I don't want to talk about it. I'm going to Warp Tour in Atlanta, and that's the closest festival. Is that oh, the yeah. closest? Oh yeah. Really. That's why I'm yeah. going. I have to promote the show. In Atlanta? Oh. Wait, are you touring Wait, with Warp Tour, or are you no, just? No, 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 no. I have to go to the New Jersey date, and you know, just make oh, sure. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're going to Atlanta, like, no, that's yeah, I should. That'd be a real dedication right there. Yeah, yeah come through. Come through. It's like, yo, I'm gonna get my skateboard. I'm gonna attach to the back of the tour bus of every time I die. I'm fucking out there, man. <laughs> every time I die. <laughs> Give me ten thousand flyers. No. 50, no, 100,000 flyers. I need like 100,000 for that. For War Tour? Oh, easily. Yeah, flyers, man. Not for, well, not for the one day. I'm talking about like if I was to go through like the entire War Tour. Oh, I'm thinking just one, one day. I mean, yeah. how many kids go to War Tour? Like 1 to 8.5 million, I think, right? At any given date? Enough. Enough. Enough A kids. lot. <laughs> A lot. But, um. I don't know about those numbers, but right. Oh, it's definitely like 1.8 million. Every okay. Hour. Oh, every every date. 
I want to get like a t-shirt gun with flyers. A t-shirt gun. <laughs> That'd be a really cool idea. You see, see Tony just like, come talk to Babe Talk! And just like, just start firing off up in the air. Mm -hmm. Palooza, ladies and gentlemen! It's <laughs> fucking going at it. So, um, in other news, Apple Music is a thing? Yeah, can someone explain that to me? The only the only difference between Apple Music and every what? other streaming site is that they're actually going to be offering family plans of I want to say fourteen ninety nine a month, um, but you can have up to six users on it. I have and a question. The, hmm. I, is this? Is it? Okay. Is it iTunes? Isn't Apple Music just iTunes? Yeah. Well, no. It's going to be their streaming service. Like you have Spotify. You have Tidal, which has, like, Jack White and Jay-Z. You have to guess who this, too. Yo, yeah. yo, we got a guest. Is that Brandon Waters? Yeah. T for Teeth vocalist. What's <laughs> up, Brandon Waters? Yo, come over here real quick. Come over here real quick. Come over here real quick. <laughs> oh, my God. Sit on Daddy's oh, lap. guess who else I got on here? Another two is. Yo. Iceberg. <laughs> Iceberg <laughs> Simpson. No, not that one? Okay. <laughs> not real. No. This is too, too good, man. We got all the homies. Yo, he said, yo, who leaving the trap? <laughs> he said, he's... Jose said, I'm doing a show right, right now. Y'all just can't be leaving a trap like that. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Anyway, so, um... So Apple Music, that, that is a thing. Is anyone interested in Apple Music at all? Or do you think that it's going to be like overshadowed by the already existing Spotify? Or Spotify. anything else yeah, that, that's already existing right now? I don't think people um, are going to go for it. It's going to crash. Title crashed. Title oh, yeah. crashed, and it was awful. And Spotify has already... Did you see what Spotify released? They, released, they made a press release recently. And... Um, recently. Anyways, they talked about all the stuff that they've done recently and how many like viewers they brought in and how much money they're bringing in and how much money they pay for royalties and basically they were just saying, hey, good luck you guys. That's pretty much what it equated to. I mean, that's pretty much what you should do when you have like a competitor that, that's that deep seated, like that's trying to steal money from you. Just be like, okay little boy. Yeah, <laughs> they they patted themselves on the back pretty hard. Yeah, so it's just like, oh, go right ahead. I mean, like, Title actually had like a good chance of wanting to become something if they weren't so dickish with their own press release. Like, they brought like all the celebrities, and all the celebrities were just like, "Hi, together we could own every planet in the solar system. We're losing money, and somehow we're gonna release a streaming service, and it will be okay. And we're gonna have some exclusive music on it, and you can listen to it on the sound systems in which you guys can't afford." <laughs> and that was it. And like, like, oh, it's a, it's and if you don't like us, show. we'll just release music videos that you can't watch. That you can't watch, yeah. I mean, like, has anyone been, been able to keep up on this? Like, like Jose, have you heard, heard about Daisy's <laughs> title? Dude, I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> it is yeah. a thing. Here's, here's say, a it was a thing and it failed miserably. It failed miserably. What ended up happening was, I think it was... Jay-Z, Kanye West, um, Jack Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce Rihanna, Madonna. Rihanna. Oh, Madonna, yeah, not Rihanna. Some. Oh. No, both? Both, pro I thought. Both, pro probably oh. both. Um, Daft Punk. Yeah. Yep, Daft Punk. Daft Punk was in on this down. They all went, they all had like a, they were all on stage, and they were all like, we're going to make a better streaming service because reasons. 
artists need more money. We make millions and billions of dollars, but we need more money. And what was odd was that, like, it was literally all the powerhouses within their own generation. Like, it's the Illuminati. It's, it's, it's pretty much was an Illuminati meeting, and they were like, hey, we're going to be putting out Illuminati streaming music and some music videos. The only thing that really pissed me off was that I think they took off Jay-Z's Reasonable Doubt, his first album, and put it on title, and I was very disappointed because that was one of my favorite albums. But besides that, there's no other reason that there really needs to be a streaming service. I mean, I'm pretty sure that Spotify pays their own very well. Am I, am I right here? Mm-hmm. They were talking about they, they give $3 billion in royalties just this year so far. Mm-hmm. That's $3 billion so far in a year that's barely halfway done. And I'm 99% sure that, like, half of the artists that are, like, you know, sitting on stage have made somewhat of that revenue, or at least in that, that ballpark. Not $3 billion, but, like, a cool $100, $200, 300000000 million. Yeah. Within a career that they would need to be able to, to sustain off of. And that's all, like, what they'd be able to pocket at the end of the day. So. I mean, are, are streaming services, like, you know, Jose, you're, you're an artist here. Um, do, do you guys stream your, your music? Um, because Jose is also in your, your persona. Hey! Your and persona. Do, do you guys stream, I don't believe you guys stream, um, via Spotify. Do, is there a reason why? Or are you like, am I just sleeping on um, it? Or? honestly, we just, like, haven't gotten to it yet. It's on our list of things to do. I mean, like, you know, you can get, like, me versus I and T for T for on there. Mm-hmm, true. You know what I mean? So, I mean, like, there's an awesome band, too, you can look up before we go up there, so just definitely look that up. Um, no, we'll get around to it. No, we haven't done it, if that's what you're looking for. Well, just, I mean, is there, like, a certain type of way that you guys feel about, about these streaming services? Like, do you think that they pay the bands correctly? Do you believe that, um... I don't know enough info, info on that to really give my opinion. Well, okay. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm just gonna be brutally honest. I don't know the, I don't know the numbers. I don't know this or that. I don't know how it works. It's a thing. It's a thing that goes out there. No, I'm sure it is. It's sure, but I, like once we're about to do something like that, I'm sure I would look into it then. You know what I mean? It's just that time hasn't come yet. That makes sense. Um, I wanted to get get Shayna to um, give a quick video because right now our our um, our head babe in charge, Shayna, is at the what is it? The Fall Out Boy and Wiz Khalifa concert. Oh dear. We them boys. We them boys. And I kind of wanted to get some 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 put some pit footage. But she was commenting on how um, um, Wiz Khalifa just kind of walked on stage, kind of gave a haphazard concert and was kind of just like, eh. And I, and I started to say, like, you know, that's, that's kind of how, like, all rap shows are. Because I, I went to sell some rap shows, and, I, and I've been to some, some good ones. I've, I've seen a few artists that are just like, like, you know, get on stage and rap for a few. But do you guys have any rap um, shows, experiences that, that you'd like to relay? Because I'm pretty sure each one that I've um, gone to had came with, like, three stories. Um, I have only one rap story, and it was about three years ago. Um, it was me... Brandon, who you just saw with Jose, and our friend Sterling, we went to see Odd Future, and and this is when Odd Future vo- tape volume two came out, and that was when that when they were all at like the height of their popularity. When everyone had just started when, getting like really ignorant. Yeah, like when everyone was like drawing upside down crosses and writing six 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 everywhere. Just on everything. And I, when when I saw them, I'm just like, this is ridiculous. Like, it was ridiculous. Um, Dude, like, have you ever been in, in a room with that many black people before? 
All right, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. The crowd, I shit you not, was a lot of white people. Yeah. It was a lot of white people hardcore dancing and fucking spin kicking. Jose would have loved it. I'm so sad. <laughs> I wish I went. And it was probably the most hardcore hip-hop thing I've ever seen in my life. Hardcore Dope. hip-hop. That sounds about right. Pepper, actually, oh, yeah, go on, go on. Oh, I actually, before the show, um, we went to their pop-up shop and, like, some skate, at, like, some skate shop in, like, um, like, either, like, Northern Liberties, like, a random area in Philly, and I actually met Tyler, the creator. How was he? Was he, like, he's de- actually, described his interaction? Like, he, he was actually pretty cool. Like, I got to, like, clap him up, but I couldn't get a picture because his security was just like, no, you can't take pictures with this man. When, like, this other white girl took a picture with him, like, five seconds before me. I was like, okay. Well, of course, because... I guess I don't have boobs and, a, and anything else, so whatever. You guess? I mean, do you need to do a quick check real fast? <laughs> <laughs> I have boy Ollie. boobs. I'm just kidding. Ollie. Oh, Ollie. Hi, Seth. Hi, Seth. Is there any way someone can listen on their phone? Um, yes. They're, um... Mm, they can listen to the, the YouTube link. Um... Which I will ship over your way. Okay. We'll bring that up. And um, Peppers, I know you have you have a yeah. Story I, that you I have a rap story. You, you kind of rap story, all right? Um. So I recently turned twenty-one, and I live in Mobile, Alabama. So not a lot of shows come down here, but one show that does come down here all the time is Kevin Gates. Kevin Gates always comes through, and your boy saw Kevin Gates on accident. Um, like, the week I turned 21. Like, the valed- the valedictorian from my high school was in town, because um, he's in, like, the Merchant Marines now, so he's always on a ship. And they were docked, like, 30 minutes away from me, so they came through. And we go to the show, and then we meet up in front of this venue, and I'm like, I think there's a Kevin Gates show tonight. And they're like, oh, let's go. But it was sold out. But then they pulled the, hey, we're in the military card. So they're like, okay, you guys can come through. And we get into this Kevin Gates show, and Kevin Gates is known for being really just... Very Kevin Gates on and his shows. I don't, think I, I don't think I know who Kevin Gates is. You don't know who Kevin Gates is? Oh, pretty much any like mainstream rap song you've heard recently is probably Kevin Gates. If it's not Young Thug or Kanye, it's probably Kevin Gates. Have you heard Satellites before? I know he's he's very big here. I know you've there's never... a Trap Queen song that's rolling around the. No, that's Fetty Wap. But I did think it was Kevin Gates. Kevin Gates sounds very similar to him. All these anyway. artists are all the fucking same. Yeah, it's it's a little ridiculous, but um, he's the new chameleonaire. But anyways, in the show, he's getting messed up. He is, he is he's fucked up on lean. You know, now, now, now I have an image to go along with it. See, I'm an old yeah. head. You kind of have to, like, you know. Yeah, I'll, I'll link you some Kevin Gates. But anyways, he's in the show, and, he, and he's really fucked up the whole, he's very clearly inebriated. And I'm messed up, too, so I'm not really paying attention. I'm just like, yeah, music. But I remember very clearly him being between songs his DJ doing whatever, and him talking, and he's like, yo, I need a girl for tonight. And he's like, he's like, I see all these bad bitches. He's like, I need a girl who's gonna fuck me slow, because all these bad bitches, I'm tired of them. They make me come too fast. And, hold on, if, you're, if you are under the age of 17 and you're watching Babe Talk right now, turn it off, your parents will be pissed. But he's talking about how he needs 
a girl who's just gonna fucking slow and how he needs it. He's looking, he's looking at this girl on stage and he's like, so this girl's looking at me. She's giving me the eyes. She knows what I need. She, and he's like gyrating on stage. And this is not an attractive dude. He has like the, he has a dad bod. He has a dad bod to the max and he's fucked up and he's like doing this thing on stage. <laughs> and then he goes into the next song and he gets into the crowd but he's clearly fucked up, and you can hear it in his voice, and halfway through the song, he's like, I can't do this anymore, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and he leaves! And it's like, not even midnight, and it... <laughs> All he's done, y'all. He's on mute. But like, if you've ever been to a show, you know, oh if they start God. on time, something's wrong. If the show ends before 12, something's wrong. But this guy stopped before oh, 12. He was like, I can't do this. And he, he said, left. He said, I, yo, I can't, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I can't do it anymore, man. <laughs> he got two turns. What is, what is that? Like, I would be pissed. I'd be mad. No one was mad. Yo, the turn up in that venue was too much. People went to get turned up. They did not go to see Kevin Gates. They went to go see Kevin Gates and get turned up. And they got turned. That, that sounds about right. I mean, it's, it's yeah. a, I, I can't, rap culture is one of those, like, few things that, like, it's very weird. It's very weird. It's weirder than like than like the the emo scene, which kids just like you know go to American football yeah. just to stare at them and cry for an hour. Like I love well, American fo football, but I was like I can't go to the show because I'll be a too embarrassed, b too sad. Three, it's too mellow. Also, I think, but I think with hip hop culture, it's a little different because even if the band stops playing. They're going to play music in the club, too, and it's still going to be bumping, and you're going to be happy, but with with punk music, it's more like when you go to see live music, you go for that experience, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, when you go to a rapture, you just literally going to get fucking turned, but, so, Jose, do you have a story? I mean, I'm just saying, I'm turned on life whenever I'm at a Grand Hair show, or any local show in general, so I don't know what you guys are talking about. Yeah, yeah. Marty never yeah, stopped yeah. at the local shows. I'm talking about lean. Time, oh yeah, that's true though. We don't do that. We don't okay, do lean. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, dude. Yo, real quick before I go about my rap story. <laughs> yeah. Before I go about my rap story, um, love the hat man. City, City apparel. Represent. I've been rocking it ever since I got it. Nice. Yo, dude, looks nice on you guys. Yo, dude, you guys gotta check out City. City I also apparel. need to, to talk to Dan about coming on the show because I am about him. He's a very cool guy. Yo, dude, he's a great guy, dude. Honestly, like, when I first met him, I thought he kind of, you know, didn't like me, and I didn't like him. No, I'm just kidding. I know Dan's watching him for real, dude. He's out your mouth. Boy, you got him. Woo, he, okay. Nah, he's a cutie, man. He's a cutie. Don't even worry about that. Yo, for real, I saw him rocking that man bun during all week, and I was like, look at that little ass. Like, look at Yo, dude, I hope he knows he's, like, fucking adorable. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, my God, Jose. Um... What was I gonna say? Also, I like the shirt. Some fly shit right there. I'm on just, I'm just, I'm just collect. I'm finally becoming local, guys. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I told Ollie oh, earlier, welcome man. to Grand Air. Yo, yeah. yeah, yeah. We need a party. I'm, I'm, I'm all type of immersed. Oh, we had a party. Oh yeah, we did. Parking lot. AC baby, you know what I mean. <laughs> AC, you know what we do. <laughs> I still need to hear about this. Oh, this God. is what happened. A lot of this. <laughs> Was stitches was I get out of the car. Me and me and my brother go to into an open mic night after we watch um, some people playing softball in NAC, and we go to the boneyard to grab some food and for um drinks and shit. And as we're pulling in, Jose, I, I start to walk in, and Jose's like, 
Ollie? And I turn around, and I'm just like, go! And we just start, like, hard styling, just because. And then, then we rip out the park parking lot for, like, a couple Yo, 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 for real, dude. Things got so hyped, dude. It was like so intense. I'm not, I'm uh, not lying beautiful. to you guys. If you ever run into me and Ollie while we're running into each other, you're gonna see a show. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Just play any music in your head; it will fit. Mm-hmm. For real, honestly, jazz, polka, mariachi, salsa, stitches, merengue, stitches, mar only stitches. Only <laughs> stitches. Yo, I'm gonna be stitches for Halloween. Yo. My oh my god. I think I can do it. Oh my I god. Like, if I like get a Sharpie and like. Hold on. Jose. Nah, I'm just kidding. I'm like, Jose. I'm like oh, 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 here, here we go. We're going to have the featured image of tonight's episode. Jose, if you, if you go with Stitches for Halloween, like, you win. Dude, like, you, you know win. what we're going to fight over and over and over again? What? I don't know, man. Like, you're supposed to be. I put that brick in your, in your face. Yeah, exactly. Come on. Yeah, what you going to do? I love selling <laughs> 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 Stitches is the best thing to come yeah, out of stitches. the internet in like years. It makes me happy. Tony, do do you know this? Cause cause I I think I'm I think I'm missing, I think I'm missing something. I'm missing something too. <laughs> you, you guys don't. Know I just thought it was a New Jersey thing, and no. I was like, whatever. St stitches is this rapper from Miami who's like 19 oh. years old, and he has like all these like. Tattoos on his face of like stitches. He has like an AK-47 right on his cheek. And, oh like, no, he just, shit! He just oh, so raps. He went, so he went to jail. What's up? I feel like this guy has done some hard time. And yo, guys, 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 guys. I just got a phone call. Okay. You know, I got a phone call from Jazz McKee from Me versus I. Yo! Yeah, bro, What's up, Jazz? Bro, dude, go to Prime, eat that burger, you know what I mean? That guy can cook like no one else. <laughs> no, but real, MVI, Bandcamp, you know, me versus I dot Bandcamp. <coughs> uh, fun fact, all me versus I's newest songs are actually your Persona B-sides, but that's another story. <laughs> oh, damn, he's just kidding, you. dude. I was just kidding, dude. Me versus I's new album is Hot Fire. I love it, dude. I've been jamming that shit ever since it came out. Following Feathers. It's all right, Jazz said, but I think it's Hot Fire. Jazz doesn't really think that highly. Oh, he's getting off the phone with me, fucking douche. Uh, All right, bye. <laughs> I love you too, bye. Yeah. You'd be like, I'm just dropping your, uh, your, your people's albums and shit. No, no big deal. You know what's actually hysterical? You've talked about every band for the, uh, for the area except for your own, which is hysterical. Yeah. No, I, I, you know what really sucks about that too is like, I like... I want to be like, yeah, yeah, my band, but at the same time, it's weird. It's always weird, you know what I mean, dude? Like, I'm not that kind of guy. I'm really not. Like, even when it comes I, to, no, like... yeah. But no, nah, you know what I mean? No, nah, now that you brought it up, no. Nah. YP, yourpersona.bandcap.com. Hot <laughs> as fire, mixed unit. Remember that fire that happened on 206? Yeah, man, yeah. yeah. Someone listened to YP right there. <laughs> oh. Caught on fire. Nigga caught on fire. <laughs> His whole body, it, 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 like, went into his air canal and it just, like, imploded. We're actually, we're actually not allowed to listen to your persona in Alabama because we had a lot of um, house fires and shit. Oh. <laughs> There's actually a citywide ordinance. No, you're your persona. Haters. You know what they say? Yeah. They hate us because they ain't us. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no, but, but so, for real, though. No, nah, yo, dude, YP, dude, my boys, dude. I mean, dude, I like those guys. I appreciate all of them. Dude. Those guys are so supportive of everything. We like Those guys help out a lot, dude, with Grander every now and again, whenever they can, dude. Like, they always come through. Everyone in the music scene honestly does, though. If, like, whatever I'm involved with, all the bands who really support the, like, common message we're trying to put out, which is, you know, 
creating something bigger than us, really trying to make a family experience kind of sense going on. Like it's it's about the music and it's about supporting the local bands. You know what I mean? Like people forget what shows are about sometimes. They don't they don't remember that this is an experience that can really like change their lives. Like I, I the show. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think okay. You're... Cool. He got too supportive of his scene, and he froze. <laughs> He became the scene. <laughs> nah, no, you know what? He was actually going to drop some, like, actual information, but I think the government knew that was going to be too much, and they just showed us the stream. Exactly. Out. People with headphones, he's spitting that hot fire. It would just yeah. fuck everyone up. It it's because I'm in Alabama. That's too what happened. Too true. Jose, too woke. Stay woke. Stay woke. <laughs> there we go. Oh, now there's two Jose's. Whoa. Yo, that was really hey, baby, weird. Baby, you right? That was really weird. You 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 get it? If the government's watching you, blink twice. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, you know, this is actually a perfect time to segue into the interview. Um, because like, cool. I I feel your chainsaw is just rev revving up, and I know you're about to drop that real shit. Um, so we're gonna just be delving into a lot of just like you know you um what you what you do for your area, what you do um music wise, what you do promotion wise, and what we'll do is we'll go in the order that I seen on my screen, which is gonna be Dan. Tony, and then myself, but I'll kick things off with asking you your name, your position in your scene, and then you can go on with a general synopsis of what you do. Hey there, guys. I'm Jose Martinez from Your Persona. I do backup vocals. I play bass. Um, I am also co-owner of Grand Air Booking. Um, Michael Pizzuto, great guy, awesome dude, probably one of the probably one of the, like, the biggest role models I had growing up um, in my younger years, in the last three years. So he's like a, almost like a br bigger brother in a sense. Um, now he's just like all over the fucking place, going like Costa Rica and shit like that. And now he's back in Costa Rica. Now he's like over in PA sometimes, chilling over here sometimes, chilling. That's besides the point. Um, what else do you want to know? I'm, I'm really tired. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we won't keep you for too, too long. Um, Let's, no, let's I'm just kidding. With... No, you can kill me. I love you. Oh, I love you, kid. I love you. Yeah. Um, let's start with um, Grand Air. I'll kick off the interview pro process. Um, wh when did you start to get involved with um, Grand Air Booking? Um, see, that's funny because the way like it all kind of ended up happening was there was a swim club show that happened a few years ago. Um, I want to say yeah. like 2011. 2011. Yeah. 2011. 2011, and your persona played at that time. It was Matt Campione who played acoustically, and there was like a few other artists. Dan, do you remember? Um, it was. Didn't Elliot, Elliot? It was Elliot Gray played, and that, and they were teeth for teeth before they were teeth for teeth, and then what was it? Survive the night played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sidelines Luke, played. Luke Morse is also in Clearview now. Luke Morse is awesome, dude. Um, sidelines played. Yo, Tyler pop, was pop. in that. Tyler pop, pop. was in that, and now Tyler's with you. Well, yeah, that's funny. So either way, this is how it ended up happening. Um, I go up to Matt and I ask him, "Hey, Matt, um, I really like your stuff. Is there any way I can like try out for your band? Because they didn't have a bassist at the time. That's actually the reason why they didn't play full bands because they didn't have a bassist." Um, like a week later, I end up like trying out and I join the band. And through joining your persona, I ended up actually meeting. Mike Pizzuto. And when I first met him, he was a really cool guy. I thought um, a few um, weeks start going by and he starts talking about how he wants to start throwing shows in his shed. 
Um, he said because he's really lazy and he just wants the bands to play in his, you know, in his, in his shit, so he has something to do. <laughs> but that's what it started off first as. You know what I mean? Like, like at first, like, the idea was the want to throw a show. You know what I mean? Or, like, someone wants to throw a show, and that's the DIY thought right there at first. Someone wants to do it, you're going to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he ends up bringing up how he wants to start booking shows in his shed, and a lot of us get really hyped about it. You know what I mean? Like, this, at the time, like, it was... Still 2011, and there wasn't really that much of a music scene going on in South Jersey, or in, in Jersey in general, really. In my eyes, like, I don't know. Like, I wasn't as aware of it as I was later in the years, but still. Um, we talk about it for a bit, and, like, I really, like, stress to Michael how I can be a very, like, huge asset of this, how I can help out a lot, how I can, like, do this with them. You know what I mean? I was in high school still. It's a great exposure to go ahead and get local shows out to the youth to really try getting kids to come out. I just thought about it any way I could help, that I knew I could help. And he was all about it. I ended up like kind of like working under him for a bit and like just helping out as much as I could. And then we kind of like just agreed that I was like the vice president of it at the time. And you know, we just kept we kept going with it and that's how the show's kind of just started. It is like through a weird like if I didn't join your persona and I didn't see them and that show didn't happen where I saw Elliot Gray and like you know, if I didn't like the people that were playing that brought me out. Like it was, there were so many things that came involved with this that it's crazy that Grander happened the way it did. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like all these people had to meet and it happened, and all the people who married just happened to be, you know, people who love local music and want to do something about it in their own area. Um. So yeah, I kind of forgot yeah. the question halfway through again. I how'd you get how'd you how to start? That's it. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Mike was due to us, and then a few people, other people, like Jeremy was there, and Matt was there. Yeah. Um, you know, like our friend Sean Hogan, who was the living guitarist at the time, was lead guitarist at the time, in your persona. Um, just like a bunch of people were there, honestly, who like were bouncing ideas off of. We actually had like a huge expo board that we were like making all these crazy ideas and what we thought was right and how shows should be treated and whatnot. Like at first, when I um. When we first started talking about, it, I like wanted. To, I brought up how I feel like all our shows should be tr- treated as like a premium. You know what I mean? Like our booking company is a premium show. Like we're, we we want to get like the the best bands who are about it for the right reasons, who can also you know perform a show and be able to get in for a cheap cost, and really make it something that everyone wants to promote and support. Something that everyone wants to be a part of because they know we're about it for the right reasons. You know what I mean? You want to get like many people to support you. Then you know, it'll see if it happens when you try try making something happen. And I feel like a lot of people have supported our views on how we think things should be done. And I feel like everyone can run shows their own way. And there's no wrong way to throw a show. People just have preferences. You know what I mean? I don't do door count. Some people do door count though, and it's great and it works for them. And I think it's awesome. The only reason why I don't do door count is because I feel like it it turns it into almost a competition, and it makes you think. Oh, I only came here for my friend's band. So after my friend's band is done playing, I'm going to leave. When in reality, you should have the, you know, the kind of feeling of I'm going to the show. I'm going to stay for all the bands and I'm going to support the show. Because mm-hmm. someone put effort into that. You know, what I mean, someone's trying to make something happen in the area. As long as like they're doing it for the right reasons, then yeah, why wouldn't you want to support it? You know what I mean? Damn straight. Damn straight. Uh, let's see. Uh, we I don't know. There were so many things that went into it, honestly, guys. Like, and, and it's really funny because like what Grander started off as, and the way we thought of it as, has grown into so much more. And now we have so much more passion with it. There's so much more meaning to it. There's so much more of everything. 
I mean, it's turned into this big mixing pot of people who are really making it something special in our area. That's an amazing thing. Yeah, well, I, what really is the best thing is that the people who are getting involved are passionate people who really believe in something that you're doing. And I'm always grateful because whenever someone comes up to me or any, uh, or, well, yeah, me in this case, and they're like, yo, dude, awesome show, great job, you, like, way to throw in this awesome show, I can't take that compliment because it's not just me. And people got to remember that. In the DIY community, there is no leader. You know what I mean, dude? Like, everyone's after it for the same thing, dude. Everyone's trying to do the same thing. And that's bring, like, you know, a community to your, to your local music scene to do something special, to touch somebody, to help somebody in their own way. Local music saves lives, dude. You know what I mean? In one way or another, you know what I mean? Like, like I know for a fact after Sad Fest that, like, it shows, you know what I mean? The people who went on stage and spoke about how they felt and what local music has done for them is something amazing. And I feel... Like, it should be appreciated that these are the people who are coming out to your shows and supporting you, you know what I mean? And I told those people who say, yo, dude, awesome show, it wasn't me, it was everybody, because it's a group effort, you know what I mean, dude? Everyone needed to be there to make that show happen, all the bands needed to perform that night to make that show happen that way, dude. It was the experience that you enjoyed, and, like, I appreciate that you think it was all me, it wasn't, dude. I got to remind everyone it's a group thing, because people were involved with this. Some people got to realize they're more involved than they think. I mean, if you're going to these shows, you're involved. You're, you're giving up your time to support these bands and be a part of something. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's a two-way street, and people have to appreciate each other. People have to know that this is something that is taken seriously and that we can see, you know, the, like how much people honestly care about something. And it's really cool to see people act the way they do at the shows, to see your, your friends, like, get, like, arm-in-arm arm next to each other and just scream, like, the words of your friends, like, band back at them. Literally, and, like, yeah. honestly, I, I choke up, dude. Like, I, I've, I've cried to TPT, like, me versus... I, I've cried to, like, a bunch of my friends' bands before, dude. You know what I mean? Like, it, it got to the feels, and I, like, really, really connect to them on, like, a family level. Like, I actually did, like, a public speaking um, class, like, this year at ACC. Aced it. But that's besides the point. Um, my final, <laughs> you know, like... No big deal, no big deal. Not for real. But no, but, um, on, on like the real, uh, my final essay, uh, like exam thingy or whatever, like it was to be like a persuasive essay to like convince someone to be proactive and to do something, right? And mine was 100% ready for this. Um, why going to SADFest is a beneficial thing for your community. And, and like I pretty much just went into that saying that, you know, like the local music scene is something very special and I brought up examples on how it's helped out me, how it's helped out my friends, how it's really made a difference. You know what I mean? Like I, I let people know in the beginning, like Grand Air, I want you to tell me what you think that means. And people said a lot of positive things and I was like, I'm, I'm glad you guys think it means something great or grand or this and that, but to me, Grand Air means family. You know what I mean, dude, it, like Grand Air has become so much more. Like, I, I, I is that? Can we do it? What? Wait. Yo. Yo, is that Paul Stewart? I can't hear. Yo, you need headphones, bro. Oh, you can't happen. hear either? Funny. You guys. What? Yo, oh, but, you know, real quick, since my boys are here, shout out to me versus I, don't I know again. How to do this. Yeah, dude, those boys are like my bros for life. But honestly, back to the whole thing, dude. Um. Um. Yeah, Grander just got started by like-minded people who wanted to make a difference. And that's what it's become now, and it's growing, and people want to get involved, and I think it's awesome. Blink twice if you can hear us. Oh, we can hear you, but um, they can hear us. Hang on. Yeah, we we we. Can Ollie, hear are they supposed to be here? Uh, no, but okay, they can they stay. Can I just need to I just need to keep <laughs> on mute. <laughs> oh, I think cool. I just got American Sign Language, but. Yeah. 
So yeah, um, you guys can like stay. I just had to keep you on. I feel like he just said something really feisty to us. Yeah, mute him. Okay, just as long as they. Okay. What's this? That's all right. Just do it. Um, so, Kill them. so Dan, you you can go right ahead and ask your next question. Okay, Jose, with now that like Sad Fest has happened, what's next? Um, honestly, right now, what I want to try focusing on is the fact that so many people have been wanting to get involved with Grand Air and help throw shows, and really try being a part. And one thing that we really like stress is that we want the kids to get involved. We want the younger generation to get involved because honestly that's the future of the music scene. You know what I mean? Like I can keep at this as much as I want, but in like three years, I'm not gonna be relevant anymore. I'm not gonna be able to reach out to the to the to the audience I once did. You know what I mean? It's about the high school and even like the middle school crowd. The kids who are actually going through a lot of shit right now that you want to try helping out. Like I remember like that was one of the reasonings for Sadfest for me is like you know, growing up, it's really tough dealing with your first your first friend's death because of suicide, or because he did too much dope and he overdosed, or because of X, Y, or Z. You know what I mean? Like, it's just some real tough shit the kids have to face growing up. And I feel like the like the resources to really get it out there in a positive way that have an outlet, like they're there, but not as many kids want to take them because they don't feel as welcome to them. And we kind of made Sad Fest. <laughs> a way to educate kids and let them know that there is professional help out there because there is a support system and that's what we offer here you know as like a music community and a scene as a whole we offer a support system that's very valuable to kids but at the same time we gotta be educated enough to know when these people might need some professional help because god forbid something happens and it's on your hands you know what I mean yeah like honestly on like some even more real stuff like for me, like the biggest thing was for Sadfest for me is that someone in my family got hooked on heroin, and I knew and I thought I could have made a difference by just telling him, "Give me your word, you won't." I tried being there the best I could, and I failed at it. And I didn't take, you know, more proactive steps to make sure that he was actually staying away from it. You know, I mean, he got he he recently got released from prison, and then he was good, and he was back in my life. And then he got hooked on dope, and now it's almost like he's not there. But I've I've learned to realize that I should be by his side, and I should try supporting him. And I should let him know that he has someone there, because as as much as it sucks, it is a mental illness, and people need to recognize that things things are things are different now. But you got to be there for them. You know what I mean, like things get get rough. You got to let them know that the support system is there, because you need all three to make this happen. You know what I mean? They need professional help. They need to be educated. and They also need to have a support system. Um. And like, yeah, he's kind of like my muse behind it on why I want to start doing it. And anything, but I mean, like, you know, like I love the guy, and I'm sure I, I was actually I, I, I took myself away from that situation because I was afraid and I didn't want to deal with it. You know, I, I didn't want to deal with watching my own like brother basically like just kill himself in a slow process like that. Like it was too much, but now I know that that's not how I should be. That I have to. I have to be there, you know what I mean, dude? Like, I'm going to regret it if I'm not and something happens to him. That's how I was with my aunt. My aunt recently passed away this year also from um, some cancer that I don't want to... Either way, that's besides the point. She she was dying, and I didn't want to be there. And um, I went there right on her deathbed, and I, I just started crying because from what I saw a year ago and then seeing her again a year, like, times, it was just a completely different person. It was just a corpse. 
And I realized that day that you gotta man up and you gotta like face that shit because you're gonna regret it. You know what I mean? Like it was really tough walking into that room with all of my family and like just crying and feeling ashamed of it because they were all there for her and they and they and it, it must have killed them watching her get like that. And I'm just coming in and you know just crying when I should have tried being there for her. Things like that. It's different in my culture, you know what I mean? Like it's probably the same in all cultures in a sense, but like you know, like like I feel yeah, you know what I mean? Like I it's really good to try just being there. That's the best you can do. If you really love that person, just try being there for them. That's all you can do, honestly. And that's how I look at it. You just gotta try for them. Um sorry guys about all that. Yeah, I just kinda got off course with all Oh no, it's cool. We love it. Yeah, man, I was damn. Yeah, dude, sad fest. You know, be proactive. Do something. Save a friend by going ahead and educating yourself, getting them help, doing, educating them. Anything, dude. Like, there's a lot of different organizations out there, like NEMA. Um, a fun fact, actually, though, we were able to raise like two grand to donate to the nonprofits who are associated with sad nice. fest this year. That's and good. yeah, and through the help of another organization, well, another company, we were able to get three thousand dollars donated to the Disabled American Veterans, which was our main non. Profit wow. beneficiary. So, you, so you're saying the more than or, or over five thousand dollars you're able to raise in, in revenue to donate to these different foundations. Yeah. That's fucking insane, man. That's impressive, man. Yeah. That's like very, very fucking impressive. I, what I'm really happy about is that we had like the people who saw this event about to happen and they stepped up and they're like I want to be a part of this and I want to try helping you any way I can because this is something I believe in and honestly like everyone believed in it because everyone's been affected by these these, these issues in life um, Mary Beth Capelli I'm not sure if you guys know her but she was um, recently my if you want to go on my Instagram Grandaire Martinez look up the most recent woman crush Wednesday thing I had it's my girl Mary Beth I don't like her like that. She's just my fucking homie, dude. She is my right hand man. She was able to help me with Sad Fest and get it to the next level, dude. Like, if it wasn't for Mary Beth, I don't feel like Sad Fest would have happened because, like I said, it needed a team of people, and she was literally my right hand man for a lot of this. Her, Eddie Cologne, like I said before, um, yeah, that's her in her thug outfit. That's like her. Oh, ish, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's from when like she was in high school or something. I think I don't know. She was young in that. She doesn't look like that now. Like she's actually like she has like snake bites and like I don't know. She's cool. She's hardcore. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's an awesome person, dude. Very good friend. I'm like I'm just lucky enough to have someone like that in my life who believed in my cause, which is our cause in the end. Kind of you know, and like was like, Jose, I'm going to help you with this, and I'm going to make sure that I can help you get this shit done. Like she was a good like motivation. She was um a very good um. I guess co-worker in a sense, you know what I mean? Like every day we'd see each other and we would just make sure that we were getting shit done because we only technically had a month and a half to set SADFest up because of the location getting screwed over time and time again. We tried going to um, a school for one of them. We tried going to the town for another one. We tried going to a private property owned by another church and each time they kind of just gave, they kind of dragged us along for like a month and then they would give us a no. When they could have just given us a no from first, because honestly, the main issue was that we're so young, and we don't have the credibility. So I don't blame them, but at the same time, that's not a good reason because I showed them like the proposals we handed in. Like we got compliments on them from them saying that we've never received proposals so professional from people your age. There but you, you know, 
Um, and it's okay though. Yeah, no, like honestly, guys, we coded it when we were like trying to like bring this up because if you're if you're trying to make a difference, then you better give it your all and you better make sure that you can do something. Um, but no, luckily for us, uh, we were able to get St. Martin's Church, and within a month and a half, we were able to set up everything that we did. So next year is going to be a lot easier, and we have ideas for it already. Um, where we want to try having it, maybe um, we're not gonna have as many problems. Honestly, what's really funny is the cops were like one of the biggest like supporters in it. Even though we got, even though Saturday night oh, your persona man. got shut down by the cops, we're probably the fourth time within the last like three years. I don't know why we just keep getting shut down by the cops. Um, <laughs> I Too can't much fire. That's, like, that's, like, that's like cred right there, like street cred. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got that street cred going on. <laughs> It's like, yo, man, who are your husband on the show? Yo, maybe the cops going to come out tonight. We don't want to bring anything. It's like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then there was that lady. Well, that's different. You know I mean? Like, I, yeah. side note on the lady, the, the, you, you, I'm not sure if you guys saw, there was this note that got passed around on Reddit, and, like, it was the, uh, this letter that this lady came to, she came to this event, she spoke to me and was like, do you know who put this event together? And I was like, I did. And she pretty much told me that it, she started off by going, who gave you permission to do this here? Do you? Oh no! I'm excited no. about the story. Uh, oh, Tony, it's a good story too. Good yeah, story. I know. I know about. I know about the lady. I just. I really want to hear it from his perspective. Her property. Because... So I have my. Oh, oh, wait. Wait. Jose, can you like rewind a little bit because Tony didn't get all because like cut out in like the as soon yeah. as you started to tell it. Yeah, it stopped right when you were saying that you did it. Like, <clears> gave you permission. Okay. He has like the internet of like an Atari system right now. And Lord knows that if he's in the middle of a sentence, that sentence is not going to end for another like four minutes. Yeah. I did. He did. Jose. No. Jose, Jose, Jose. Yeah, and I told her that when it. Wait, okay, Jose. They're actually doing fairly well, but. I don't watch baseball. Oh, shut up, Tony. What's up? Hey. So, oh, okay, there he is. Okay, good. Start over right when the lady approached you and you said she comes to the event. She comes to the event. She's like, "Who gave you the permit to do this?" And I told her, "This is on private property, ma'am. So we actually don't need any permits to do this. Um, I have already gone to the town and seeing if I'm going to need any kind of permission from them. And they're already aware of the event and they're supporters of it, but are not involved. Um, I spoke to the cops to make sure when the noise ordinance is, if we're okay, and legally, like the actual like." sound level of it. We didn't like break any like sound ordinance laws or anything like that. We were like we're pretty quiet, you know what I mean? Like yeah, like the neighbors heard it and it was kind of in like a more suburban area, but I mean like no one really complained that much. Like a few people did, but for the most part once people heard what it was for, no one really cared. Um Wait, what? Oh no, you're 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 good. Oh, okay. Then pretty much, he just got in my face, telling me that this kind of music causes mental illnesses, and that this is like a terrible event, and that whoever, and that this should stop. So she started handing out 
um, papers telling us to go home and that this is satanic worshiping music and yada, yada, yada. I, uh, the, the one thing I did find funny was that she made the note and it said go home as if like you guys were going to say like, oh, well, well, shit, she wants us to go home. Let's break down the stage, guys. It's, it's, it's all done. Yeah. Seth, it's um, over. I'm, tr I'm, tr I'm trying to get him to... Yeah. Uh, What's happening? Eddie would take an entire bag of burritos. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Cool. Um, what happened the next day is she actually came back to Sadfest, apologized about how she acted, and nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. She gave us informational packets on how hardcore music and things and like I think like gangster, I forget what like a whole bunch of music actually causes like death and like depression and addiction and things like that. It was pretty impressive. I mean, it was a little, it was definitely thought out and, like, definitely. Like, yeah, well, you know what, like, I, we found out that apparently she might have, like, some sort of mental illness. And we got asked by, like, Fox News. They were like, do you want us to, like, can we, like, come down and do this and blah, blah, blah. Because they wanted to do, like, a little thing on how this lady is just trying to stop this good cause and whatnot. And we had the option to, like, pretty much, like, exploit this old lady with a mental illness, but wait a minute, this is a music festival for suicide, addiction, depression, mental illnesses, like, why would we exploit someone like that, you know, I mean, when they have their own issues, like, that's fucked up, like, I don't want anyone to hear anything about Sadfest on something negative, like, even if all publicity is good publicity, like, no, nah, fuck that, dude, like, if I want to get heard for the first time on, like, TV, I want it to be because of something good. That's actually very impressive. Like, I don't, I, and, and I, don't, I honestly don't know, too, I mean, the reasoning for it is absolutely commendable. However, I don't know too many people that would take that same option. Yeah. But, that, but that's a, especially for like Fox News, like, you know, for a small event, you got viral. You, you got viral and you had the, the way to just literally be seen by as many people as you can in the cause. And that's, that's commendable. Just to show like this is going to be something that, that's going to be something bigger for you in the future. Which, Thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That, that's it's integrity. It's, it's in, in the integrity of it. Um, Tony, you can ask a question. All right, so kind of vaguely moving away from Sadfest, but not really. Earlier you mentioned how people don't want to do stuff in New Jersey anymore, and people want to go to, like, Philadelphia, <laughs> and they want to go to Boston. They want to go to all these other, like, cities that surround you guys, but they don't necessarily want to go to you specifically. But you're very passionate, and no, you okay. care about your scene. You Like, like your scene is kind of like, that's your blood. I live in Mobile, Alabama. I've lived all across this Mississippi Gulf Coast, or not the Mississippi Gulf Coast, I've lived in Mississippi, I've lived in Florida, but i lived all across the Gulf Coast. <laughs> and we don't have a scene. Our scene is the Gulf Coast, and it is struggling. It is, it, it's nothing, to, to be honest. We don't, we don't really have anything. So, but we have people who are very interested. So my question is, how do you go from getting all these people with all these ideas and actually help create something? Um, that's easy. Yeah? Yeah. It's very, it's very easy, but... No, dude, no, really, really, like, um, to, to be honest, I feel like what you need to do is that you need to be passionate. Yeah, I mean, you got to be able to dream, you know, I mean, you got to be able to want something bad enough and have something that's relatable enough that people are going to follow you. I mean, like, if you're trying to do something like what we're doing here now, and people understand, like, yo, dude, that's something that would be amazing. You know, you to have a family like that, to do something like that, that would just change people's lives. Like, someone can do it. They just got to fucking put the heart and the fucking passion into people. They got to motivate people. They got to get them excited. They got to let them know that this is possible. You know what I mean? A lot of people doubt themselves and that they shouldn't. 
Yeah, I mean, dude, like we first started by going through the high schools going like, dude, we're going to start throwing shows. We're going to start throwing shows, getting people excited about it. You know what I mean? You got to get people excited. You got to get people to want these things and to make it feel like this is real. You got to do it the real DIY way, dude. When you start getting handed flyers, when you start getting told, yo, this show is going on tonight, at like this, this, and the dress, dude, when there's secret shows, the more you get involved with it and the deeper you go with it, dude, that's just, you can make something happen. You just need the like-minded people who are passionate, who want to make something happen. You know, sitting around and talking about how shitty your scene is, is the complete stupidest thing you could do. You know what I mean? Because that means that there's just room for you to do something about it. You know what I mean, dude? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't complain. Like, if you want something to change, <laughs> do it. And that's how it should be. Damn straight. We need one of you. That's what we need. Yeah, Can nah, you... dude. Nah, dude. You guys, you, everyone's got their own person in their area, dude. And you know what I mean? It, it spreads. No, no. I just mean, like, you're very enthusiastic. You're very motivated. We need more yeah. of that. No, yeah, no, dude. Everyone's got it. They just got to look for it. Got to get that base. Got to get that Shia LaBeouf. Just do it. <laughs> no, for real, dude. For real, just do it. Like, you're, Damn like, straight. It's so worth it, dude. You know what I mean, dude? Like, I actually feel bad for kids who don't get to grow up with like a mu- local music scene. Cause for like for a bit, like I was growing up without it, and just seeing like how much of a difference it's made on my life at this point in my life. Like, just the kind of kids who are coming out now at, like, 15 and 16. Like, that's cool, you know what I mean, to have something like that. Like, I was playing shows at 15 and 16, but there wasn't anything like this back in the day. You, you remember, right, Dan? Oh, I remember. I remember. Well, yeah. let's, actually, well let's break, break down. Let's look at the, the contrast between you coming on to, to Grand, Grand Air in your, your area and to now. What significant scene have you seen from when you were playing shows and, like, you know, what, what, has, has there been a big change? Like, what do you mean? Like, between, before you started um, um, booking shows around the Hamilton area, around your, your own local scene, do you think that you cultivated the scene within itself to be something bl- blossoming? Or, like, <coughs> or has it been a significant change? Oh, like in Hamilton alone? Or whatever scene that, that, that your arm extends over to. Um, see, that's funny because, like, I feel like the music scene in Hamilton has, like, it's like exploded, you know what I mean, in its own way because it started out like our the first show we ever had was actually, I think in like 2012 in January, yes. um, and that was yeah it was the first shed show because the first Grand Air show was until May 26, 2012. Yeah, for your birthday. Yeah, before I turned the fucking 17. That was cool. Well, 18, I think. Was it 18 or was it 17? Yeah, I think 17. I want to say 17. No, definitely year. 18. No, it, was it had 18. to have been 18 because you're going yeah, to be a senior in high school. Yeah, 18, dude. No, I was a junior. When I, oh, no, it was a junior during it, I remember now. Yes. But no, um, the first Shed Show had like 100 people. And that was really cool because there was a lot of kids who were always interested in the idea. Keep that in mind. Like you said earlier before, dude, there's a lot of kids who are interested, who want to do something, who want to be a part of something. They just need that opportunity, you know what I mean, to see that something's going on in their area that they can support. I mean, there's people out there who are willing to do it. You just got to get someone who's willing to really do the first step. Yeah. 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 Um, after that, we threw, like, another show, and then we had the first Shed show, and, like, under Grander Booking as a company. And that was um, bands like T for Teeth, um, Sinatra, uh, Me versus I, uh, Youth, <laughs> Your Persona. Uh, who else was on that? I'm trying to remember. Dan, do you remember? Where'd Dan go? Uh, Dan probably blanked out. He'll be back in a second. Hopefully. Is he dead? Yeah. 
Hopefully, I'm not lagging out. No, Dan, Dan should be back soon. Hopefully. I'm afraid. He said he would walk me through this. Dan! Dan! No, I'm just kidding. But, um. <laughs> no, yeah, it, the first Jet Show was cool. The only thing that sucked is, like, the, the, a fight broke out at the end of the night, and someone had punched someone else in the face. By the end of the night, someone was complaining about, like, like, things got really physical. Things exceeded what they needed to. It was really upsetting the way things went down for the first Grand Air show because it kind of was, like, a big reminder that, like, anything can happen, dude. Like, if you don't get, like, insurance, if you don't get yourself covered, you can just get ended as a company. You know what I mean, dude? And ever since that, we started getting insurance for our shows to make sure that we could cover ourselves because, like, you know, if something happens, shit, dude, you're done as a company. Yeah, I mean, people forget, like, shit got, shit got real, you know what I mean? Like, shit got brought out with, like, where there was a knife facing the fucking dad's owner of the house, and, like, like and the cops got called, and literally, like, a, a stream of kids who were under 18 made, like, a fucking left through the field, and just left, and they were out. It was really funny. Um, I had just turned 18, so I stayed. No, just kidding. I, I would have stayed no matter what. <laughs> just like, I'm legal, man. It's cool. Yeah, I don't know what I would have been legal from, though. Like, why are they leaving? Like, you know what I mean? Like, even if you're 18, and let's say you were underage drinking, which, like, we don't really condone, like, why are you going to stay? Yeah, why yeah. are you going to stay? If you're not 21, leave. You know what I mean? Whoever screamed mm -hmm. 18 was dumb. <laughs> Stupid young. Oh, they weren't dumb. No, I remember who it was. He wasn't dumb. He had a point. Never mind. Because these are adults. <laughs> I'm dumb. <laughs> I'm dumb. <laughs> like, nigga, I got priors. I can't be around nah, here. Yeah, for real. But no, the show ended up, um, after that show, I mean, we ended up having, like, our first Halloween show later that year in October, after May. Which, um, the first Halloween show was awesome. Then after that, we had... The end of the like, world show. The end of the world show, where Koji played on um, TPT. Uh, My First Castle. My First Castle. Check them out, dude. My First Castle. Manassas, Virginia. Dude, they're so tight. I missed well, that. I'm not, sure if they're, I'm not sure if they're from Manassas, Virginia. I just know... My First Castle, they're awesome. They're my boys. They actually used to be known as Sinatra. Some of the members, some of the members from Sinatra, came over. Made, and, yeah. So, made like some other bands, some other people. It's pretty jamming though, for real. Check, Michael, if you're watching this, I love you. He's the bassist. He's rad. Um, and Eddie. Uh, Eddie Rawls. I, I I love you too. Everyone else in the band I hate, especially you, Zach. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember, I don't know who. Yeah, for real. I don't know, dude. There's just been a huge change. Like you just see it progress through the, like the first like year, the second year, the third year, and like it just got bigger and bigger. And people really started believing what we were trying to be about. Because at first, like we had an idea of what we wanted to do, but then we really started getting behind the, like certain ideas, like a safe space, like somewhere where someone's not going to be judged for their sexuality, so or somewhere where. Don't be honest. I can't be able to know if you're going to the beer festival tonight. I am, but you should come over to the apartment first. Um, sorry, I was talking to Campionis from Matt and um, your persona. Yeah, we're going to the Beard Fest tonight. Um, but yeah, I don't know, dude. It's just a really beautiful thing to see so many people just come together and try doing something like this. Like I remember the first few shows, no one went, like it was just me and Michael, and we would set up like the PA or something like that, and like just get the show ready. There'd be a few of our other friends, but. Now it's like random kids are coming up who are coming like mad early to the show saying, do you need any help? Is there any way I can help? What can I do for you? Is there anything you need me to do who want to help out? That's so cool. And that's actually like to go way back to what I was originally asked, like what we're planning on is like 
this up like in the next week or so. I'm trying to get a lot of people together who want to take that step in Grand Air and like do a little bit more and help book more shows. You know what I mean, because it's getting so overwhelming now with the amount of shows that people want to book and how much like energy there is. Like at first, I only wanted to do a show a month because you know, like I feel like every show should be promoted so much and treated like a real event, and you know, like like make sure like everyone has something to look forward to at the end of the month. Exactly. In the so area. It's become like like overset and stuff. Um, kind of. Like, let's say I had a show, and Paul Brown from 1787 had a show. Mm-hmm. We would still have good turnouts. You know what I mean? If we both had good shows that day, yeah. because the people who are in AC, most, like, like I would say, like maybe like 75, maybe 85 percent wouldn't go to the show that's going on over in Hamilton if there's one going on there already. You know what I mean? Like, it's so far apart, yeah. it doesn't really yeah. affect each other. Um, but then there's like other like promoters out there right now, like Grand Air reaches out over with um, we fucks with Emerson Booking a lot now. Yeah, yeah, Emerson yeah. Booking, dude, Dan Matera, dude. I'm not even lying to you. He's like the future. He's the future. He's my boy. He is so positive, dude. He is just so so passionate, dude. You know what I mean? Like I, he played a shed show once, and he told me that playing the shed show like inspired him to throw like DIY shows and be a part of the music scene. And honestly, dude, like. I've spoken to him, and I feel like we have like our like own like we teach each other so much in our own ways. But like I really respect him because like he reached out to me asking me what I think it's about, and he has his own views with it too, which are awesome views as well. And he's just he's just ran with what I told him, and with the energy that he has in his own knowledge, and he's just fucking it up, dude. He's fucking doing great, dude. Like he's fucking shit up. He's an awesome promoter. He's bringing a music scene to Maze Landing where there really wasn't a music scene before. He's making moves, dude. He's getting people excited and when you have someone that close who's doing something that amazing also, that's when you want to work with like your local promoters. Me and him make sure to never book on the same day. Yeah, I mean, we always make sure that we either book like a day front or back or like a week apart because, you know, we want to make sure we can help promote our friend's show. If my boy Dan's having a show, dude, Sunday at the watering hole, by the way. Um, oh, yeah. Um, shit, who's... I, I know of that show. Yeah. Pines, I think is... Yeah? Hold on one second. Everyone should stop and look it up, and we should exploit the fuck out of it. Find out, everyone. Because I'm yeah, going to forget. I think I'm going to be coming home on Sunday night. I'm going to run out to it. Dude, I'm going to that. That thing's going to be jamming. That's actually the first night I'm going to be free from um, Beardfest. Uh, save face, let, let, let Legend of You makeshift. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Found it, yeah. Yeah, Red, um, Red Eye Flight, Pines, My Life on Film. And is it at always? My boy, um, Devin, Vinny, Vinny, um, Victor. There's no Vinny in that one, Victor. My boys in Is It Always, Pines, um... <laughs> they were just on the show. But yeah, dude, go to that show, dude. It's gonna start at 6:30 p.m., dude. Sunday, be there. It's gonna be a great show. Oh, Jose, I, I sent you a message because you like lagged out. That's what. That's why. Oh, okay, then cool, then nice. I thought we were gonna have a secret conversation on the side. <laughs> just like we're, it's like yo, when like you didn't have a secret con- con- conversation from the private chat. Yeah, for real. Like, yo, but um. No. Real, just to finish up though, yeah, like Dan, right. dude, he helped so much at Sadfest as well, dude, and he's really about it for the right reasons. You know, he's an amazing guy who deserves support. Yeah, I mean, dude, like he's gonna do some amazing things in his life, dude, and just knowing that I have the chance to be his friend, 
to be involved with what something he's doing, I feel honored. You know what I mean, dude? Like you got to be real strong supporter, supporters of each other. Like I've never ever thought anything negatively of like any like promoter in South Jersey. And I, I'm, that's there's a little bit of of a, of a lie in that because for a bit I did get a little upset because I heard that people just didn't res like, understand respect the way I did things. But then there was a mutual understanding where everyone's doing this to help out our local New Jersey music scene. You know what I mean? Like, in the end, everyone's doing it in their own way. Whether you think it's right or wrong, they're still doing it their way, and they're still making a difference. You know what I mean, dude? Like, I give props to all the booking companies out there, and I don't give any hate to them. You know what I mean, dude? They're all trying to do something, and I think it's an amazing thing. Absolutely. Um, last point is, is um, we're, we're coming close to the end of the show. Um, is there any... Final words that, that you want to um, give out? Is there anything new that's happening from um, Grand Air? Is there anything new that's happening from your persona? Is there anything new happening to you? Like, oh shit! <laughs> start cutting, niggas. I'm gonna cut you, Holmes. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna cut you so fast, Holmes. You won't even know. I'll cut you, <laughs> Yo, it got like so San Andreas so fast. <laughs> um, sorry, what was the question, dude? I was playing um, with this knife, and you know, <laughs> you just got his character. Um, any final thoughts? Um, is is there anything that that's gonna be going through on um, Grand Air that you want to put out there? Um, is there anything that's going on with your persona that you want to put out there? Um, yes, your persona. We're gonna be. Oh, I can't even. You guys will see. Your persona has a big announcement to make in like a week or two. Um, yeah, it, it's pretty cool. It's um, it's a, it's a it's a show it's a show announcement. You know, it's pretty cool. Um, there was a little bit of foreshadowing earlier, but that's a hint. Hint. Um, either way, for real though. Um, cough, cough. No, we're gonna be doing. There's a lot of things planned for your persona. We're gonna be doing a lot of things soon within um, this year. We have a lot of just ideas and a lot of plans to do some shit. We're gonna fuck shit up. Yo, try it. Um, just wording this out there. Um, we might be doing or might not be doing a weekend with Parkwood sometime soon later in the year. That's gonna be nice. tight. Parkwood, represent, dude. You know my boys over in Parkwood are amazing. Side band known as Darkwood, check them out too. But that's besides the point again. Um, nah, um, really, I feel like right now New Jersey music scene is about to blow up. Everyone is doing something so fucking awesome, so amazing. Everyone's doing it their own way, like I said before. And I know that I can speak positively for myself though as well because after seeing the post effect of Sadfest and just seeing how many people now believe in us and how many people support us, how many people actually are motivated to go out there and do something in the music scene. It's amazing, you know what I mean, dude? Like, you can really make a difference in your own community. You can you can make a difference. Never let anyone tell you you can't because you can, dude. I remember growing up, I got told I wasn't going to be able to do anything with my life and that I wouldn't amount to anything, that I'd be the worst at anything I tried. I remember being a first-generation immigrant born here, though, you know what I mean? Being made fun of for my skin, being made fun of for this, for that. I remember, I remember all the shit, dude. And in the end, knowing that we've accomplished so much and that we were able to make these things happen and to see that now we're going to be able to go further with that and to really affect so many more people and let them know they're not alone, I feel like what's, what Grand Air is about to do within the next year, within the next two years, and like I can't even imagine the third year, dude, but we're going to be doing some big things in the next following years. We're going to make some big changes with ourselves and we're really going to also try making sure that we can help as many people as we can on the way there. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Jose Martinez from Grand Air Vulcan. Shout out to all my homies. Jose is the
So yeah, um, that's pretty much Joe. Um, thank you for coming on. Thank you for for speaking. Um, Thanks for having me. Uh, it's always fun to have it a beautiful, passionate person come on the show and just spit all types of amazing truths about what this area need, needs to do or like what's going on in the area and and why we kind of do do things because promoters usually don't 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 get the, the spotlight that's so desperate need, need is, so. no and that's why i want to thank you again dude real quick sorry for you cutting you off dude this is some awesome stuff you guys are doing here you know what i mean dude like fucking like fuck yeah for babe talk dude i like talk so highly about you guys dude fucking mad love to you guys especially like you know like babe talk being a sponsor on Sadfest this year was a huge support you know what I mean, dude, knowing that you guys believed in us so much and we're wanting to be a part of something because you guys believe in this message, dude, like, honestly, like, whoever's watching this, fucking support Babe Talk because they are fucking about it for the right reasons, and they're the reason why people like us are able to make the changes we can in our area. So once again, fucking props to Babe Talk. I love your face so much. Stop. Stop. All, all you guys are beautiful people. But, so, it comes to the end of the show. Um, for Dan, for Tony, for myself... Jose and everyone else is listening. Have a nice night. We'll see you next week, hopefully. <laughs>